0: Hello and welcome to a brand new Nerds United on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. I'm your host, Greg Mahochko, and joining me is the co-host of the year and no longer a college football virgin. That is Mr. Mike Luther, because we record this on Saturday night. Uh, 24 hours ago, we were freezing our nips off in Champaign, Illinois, for uh, the Finding Illini versus the Nebraska Corn Huskers. It was a cold night. It was a late night. Uh, it was a victorious night for my Huskers. And, and, Mike, I don't know if you ever really pledged allegiance, but you did wear some red, so I
1: appreciate that. <laughs> uh, I am now a Nebraska fan uh, until somebody else buys me tickets and <laughs> takes me to their game. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Just Just put it. <laughs> Putting that out there. No, no, I had I had fun. Yes, it was freezing colds. Uh yes, I didn't realize that um th- they had commercial breaks that they took plus uh oh, wow. 57 timeouts and 37 injuries. <laughs> That's about right. <laughs> um and I I felt bad for Greg because well, he was driving and he had to drive back the what two and a half hours, give or take, give or take. And so he was a little tired. A little bad. Mm-hmm. Granted, Greg was also the one that wanted to stay the entire time. So, you know. And so did Garrett. No, no, Garrett for sure wanted to leave immediately. <laughs> after kickoff, Garrett said, Hey, can we go now? But he, he changed his mind after we nope. got some food in him. Nope, nope. He he would if you at any point in time you would have said, uh, hey, you know what? Let's we, we can get going if you want. He would have said, Okay. So I want you to uh,
0: contextualize this. Mm-hmm. College football, much like the NFL, is a 60-minute game. 60 minutes of clock time. Four yeah, true, quarters, true. 15 minutes. Last night's game went three hours and 47 minutes, and it started at 7 o'clock at night.
1: Yeah. So Now, granted, still, it was a good game. I know very little about a bit about football, but I know enough to know when uh, – nebraska was doing good and also knowing nebraska <laughs> fucked up we did both excuse my language yes <laughs> uh, luckily we did enough good and not enough you know the the, the messing up part wasn't as bad i like at how least the other team messed up more i should say
0: that that they did i like how after one game
1: you you are already calling it we <laughs> I tried I try not to because I think it sounds weird. But now, and I and I told you, I said, would I watch like a football? Like if I'm just sitting at home, would I watch a full, a full football game? Known as four hours long, probably not. But I would catch a decent amount of it. My only problem is now I don't. I don't know where Nebraska. I know October 21st is their next game. By the way, I looked that up against another team that has an N, Northwestern. I was going to guess other Nebraska, but also an Illinois team because they play oh. up uh, Evanston, Illinois. OK, well, I don't know where to watch that at because I don't think you it's on Hulu it or Netflix. Is it on Hulu or Netflix? You be you watching my house. That's that's a lot. Do you stay away? I think you stay. You probably stay awake during the, the games, don't you? Even on even on the recliner. I do. OK, <laughs> I do. Nice. Even if it's a night
0: game. I will. I will stay awake for. Him. Yes. Usually, because again, my as we talked about before the show, um, my phone is in the other room on the charger. But uh, so one of my other podcasts is the Five Heart Podcast, and and that is the number five heart uh, podcast on Twitter uh, or X or whatever it's called now. So I very often tweet reactions throughout the game, or or I don't know the new version, uh, the action verb of of you know on the x platform um but you know i so so yeah i'm i'm very engaged um it's
1: one of the few things i don't fall asleep for <laughs> oh and by the way speaking of five hard podcasts great got recognized at the at the game it's true
0: in the line for a brisket sandwich <laughs> yes um a guy tells me I was you know a lot of nebraska fans uh they travel very well and so it's a Nebraska fan, uh, me and then more Nebraska fans behind me He's me you know, so like, Hey, are you do you have that uh that show on YouTube for coordination? I said,
1: Yeah, yeah. He's like, dude, I love that show, man. Go big red. So And then and then Greg said, also I have a show called Nerds United. Just you know, <laughs> you know, also, like, okay, also occasionally on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you like, yeah, I don't care about that. I don't know. We're all but nerdy, you know, yeah. for Something. So, so uh, now Nebraska is three and two, I believe. No, three and three, three
0: yep. and three, three and three. They have a bye week. Uh, they have mm-hmm. some winnable games ahead. Um, they should go. Knock on wood. They should go to a bowl game, uh, this year. Okay. Which, as my podcast buddy Hoss likes to point out, uh, they haven't been to a bowl game since the Obama administration. Okay. Well, it's time for a change game. then. I agree. And uh, I think the funnest part, uh, funniest part about yesterday is, is uh, Garrett and I ran some errands before we, we went to pick you up, and he was singing an old song from like the nineteen seventies, and he was singing the wrong words. Like I knew exactly the tune mm-hmm. that he had, so I said, "I'm gonna put that on. I'm gonna put that song." In. And it was uh, Pure Prairie League's "Amy." Okay. Waiting for that to kick in. Like I know that song. Nope. I don't want to say it, but okay, I will. <laughs> um, But so basically, that just started uh, from from the time I, I shortly after I picked him up from school to the time we got to Champagne. Like you know, we were playing fun games, like in the car, like guest games and, and your wavelength game, which is a lot of fun um, and things like that. But there was this underlying, you know, a little bit of like old, I don't know, classic rock, but like old school music that uh, was really enjoyable for for me personally. So.
1: By, by the way, that was not the funniest part of the the yesterday. The funniest part of yesterday was his the games he created, <laughs> which were guess the number <laughs> one through ten, where you just he you thought he thought of a number, you had to try to guess it, and that's it. Those no, I tried to do like uh, okay, well maybe we can do higher lower. No, he's just, no he was just no. like no, let's just do this. I'm like okay, fair, and then guess the <laughs> animal. Which was going to be literally just an animal. I think an animal you have to guess it. <laughs> we changed that one, luckily. We changed that one to like, you. it was like almost like a 20 questions, which we had done before. Yeah. You know, um, and then him just falling asleep in the middle right. of the, the game. I think I, I when it was his turn, I'm pretty sure.
0: I think it was. I think he was yeah. the one
1: we were guessing to him. And yep. like, but buddy. Oh, and then, so we played, and I, I love this, we played Wavelength, and I don't know if people played it before, but it's, uh, you know, one through ten type of thing, and uh, he told us his pattern, which was, I, uh, <laughs> hey, I had ten first, remember? and then my next guess was nine, and then my next guess was eight, hey, do you see the pattern, guys? And then so we set. You know, we both guess, seven, guess 70, like you're right, guys. And then we go 60, you're you 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 right, guys. <laughs> like, like you haven't changed your battery. He goes, did you guys guess it? I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, very great kid. Great kid. Great kid. Yes.
0: Oh man. Uh well. Last week on the show, we talked with Kevin Huntsberger uh, for my one, two, three cents, the podcast, uh, another podcast here on the Jerry Monkey Podcast Network. And we we talked quite a bit about wrestling, so we didn't get an opportunity to you know really discuss our stuff at all, um, which which was fine. We wanted to have Kevin on in it and it finally worked uh, for his schedule and ours. But one of the things we didn't get to do is we didn't get to uh, share with the listeners our recent comic shop acquisitions are the spoils of uh, of war so to speak i know you have been to the comic shop as recently as today mm-hmm. so i thought i'd let you go and uh, and tell everybody what you picked up
1: okay uh before i do that i'm just going to real quick tell you what i finished reading i finished reading once in future uh volume two old english Ooh, right there very good I, I enjoyed the first volume and the, this this second volume is even uh, better it's a it's a it's a perfect sequel I would say uh, I won't say much about it but if you like King Arthur then hey check it out. It's got a King Arthur esque modern uh, twist on it I, I say uh, grandma fighting monsters with her grandson. And then I haven't finished this one yet. But the other ones that once I picked up, I picked up. And by the way, I didn't realize that I kind of have a horror theme with these, and that's not on purpose. That's not because it's around Halloween time. But I picked I'm up. Sorry, a, I'm sorry. I'm D- sorry. do you say horror? Okay. 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 Just making sure. Depends what you think of horror. It could be the other <laughs> word too. Up to you. I uh, I got the newest issue of Grimm, uh, issue thirteen. I'm really curious about. How, how many issues is it going to be just an extended run is it going to be 20 issues i'm thinking extended run i think i'm thinking just going to keep going until they run out of an idea and i'm okay with that and then i picked up deceased Ooh. yes this collects deceased one through six and deceased a good day to die number one and to be honest with you, I picked it up because I, I do like Batman. He's on the cover, but I was all, I was flipping through and I saw uh, somewhere on here, John Constantine or Constantine, sorry. And is that DC's version of like Marvel zombies? I would guess so. I okay. don't 100% know hundred percent. No, I honestly like, okay. So I'll, I'll tell you, I was looking, I'm searching for something that's popping out, you know, at me because I I picked up something else, but I was like I uh, I can't just come here and grab this. Like I got to pick up comic books when I'm here, you know, at Heroic Adventures, Edwardsville, Illinois. That's that's how I get paid, by the way. <laughs> I, I don't get paid. Um, but uh, and so I was looking, and honestly, one of them that I saw that I was like, ooh, this would be good. It was Batman and the Ninja Turtles. Here's the problem, though. They had volume two. They had volume three. They didn't have volume one. Now, granted, I could have asked and said, hey, can you order me volume one? And they would have done it. But I looked, and they had an omnibus. Omnibus. And can you guess what the price of that omnibus was? Which I did not get, by the way. But first, it's volume one, two, and three of Batman Ninja Turtles
0: uh, so three volumes three volumes maybe 18 issues does that sound
1: sure pretty that probably fair? I'm gonna say probably 85 bucks 100 yeah Mike doesn't have that kind of money so so I didn't get that but the other one I did get is I got Gideon Falls Okay. Tell me about that. Okay. Now, here's the, what I know about this is when I started getting into Jeff Lemire and started like, well, what else has he written? The, Gideon Falls was always the book that c- came up. And I just never picked it up. I never, whenever I would go to the comic book shop, i never thought about it. So I'm literally just going through all the books, just seeing what pops out. And all of a sudden I see Gideon Falls. I'm like, wait a minute, it clicks in my brain. And I pick it up. I, I see Jeff Lemire. I'm like, okay, oh, yeah, that's right. I, I pick it up. I don't even read the back of it right i don't know if that greg if, that, if you do that ever I, I in fact i rarely read the back of them to be honest with you i
0: it's got to be something that i've really just never like you know going in completely blind like, yeah you know yeah. like if, if the cover art lures me in mm-hmm. then i'll you know i'll flip through it a little bit see if the interior art is of Same. you know a similar vein mm-hmm. and then sometimes i yeah i'll flip back just to get a little you know, like the imdb plot synopsis type yeah. thing like oh, so yeah
1: yeah i so I, I saw it was jeff lemire um also uh in and andrea sorrentino i did that perfectly and dave stewart uh this is volume one the black barn it, mark miller says my personal pick is the best comic of 2018 so it's an older comic but that's okay but uh i sorry i did read a little bit of about it and from what has happened so far there is a preacher that is going into gideon falls which is a town and the, they say the preacher like lost his way. Cause he he was talking to, to the Bishop and the Bishop was like, Hey, we need you in this town because the old pastor or preacher uh, died. And you know, the, I forget what his name is. The new preacher was like, Hey, you know, I lost my way and blah, blah, blah. But I'm here to help, you know? And then we don't find out how the old pastor dies because they, the, the, The new pastor asks and somebody said, I I can't talk about it. I was too close to him. And then we meet a guy that he's kind of in a therapy session. He has like a mask, like the M 95, honestly kind of mask over his face. And he's talking about how the garbage tells him stories and it tells him about evil. And his therapist, you know, he mentions that he, he's an outpatient, and he does, the, you know, if if he keeps on like this, he's going to go back in, but he's not a threat to himself, essentially, so you have that part as well. So that's essentially where I ended it at, is this guy talking about how trash is evil, and there, a new pastor going to this town. So I think there's going to be some kind of, um, like I said, scary part to it. But I, I'm really enjoying it. And I, uh, granted, I just started reading it like right before this podcast happened. But I'm enjoying it. Uh, and then the last thing I got was I finally got bags. Oh, nice. Now, here's the thing. I got silver comic bags. I didn't know there was a difference. I just thought Gold bags and silver
0: were... modern, baby.
1: Well, they didn't have any whatever t- kind. And he said they had silver um, I didn't get the boards for it, though. I don't know if I need the boards for it. Conventional wisdom would say yes. So I'm probably going to have to go and get some boards. I would ass- i always assume they came together, but... So I think
0: for an additional... Feel like I've been thinking about asking, you know, my my comic shop. Uh, say my like it. Uh, there's ownership, but my go to comic shop, Twilight Comics, Wants, Illinois, uh, because all the back issues are all bagged and boarded, even if they've only been you know off the new rack for a couple of months. But there's an added cost, so I'm wondering, if, like, you know, like for an extra fifty cents, would you guys just bag and board it that way? You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that way I don't have to have you know carry the bags and boards home, uh, or you know, however. However, the math works out. You're like I don't know. Um, I do know that I have. Um, you you can't see it, you Mike, and you the viewer. If, if yeah. this part makes it on in a video, um, or audio, obviously. But the bookshelf behind me that's full of comics. Uh, some of them are trade paperback. A lot of them are, are like the Berserkers and Grims, and you know things that I've been reading individual issues, ongoing series. Uh, they're not bagged and boarded yet, and that is. This entire room needs to be, you know, free of
1: chaos. So, we'll get there. Yeah, same.
0: Well, very cool, man.
1: All right. I, uh, want to, I want to hear I, what you got because I know you were you were actually just you were about to talk about him last week, and yep. then Kevin came on, and switched on that old darn that old Kevin. Uh, by the oh, way, man. Gideon Falls. Uh, uh I'm I'm mm-hmm.
0: curious uh, in it because, uh, Jeff Lemire was nominated for an Eisner Award for Best Writer. Uh, but Gideon Falls won Best New Series in 2019, and with Dave Stewart on as color, won for the 2020 Eisner Award for Best Coloring, uh, and was picked up for a television series uh, in June of 2018 with uh, Lemire and Sorrentino, uh, both serving as executive producers alongside Jason Brown, Sean Daniel, Kathy Ling, and Dinesh Shamdasani. Uh, in October of 19, James Wan, along with the Atomic Monster partner, Michael Clear, joined as a, a executive producer. Lemire assured readers that despite television development, the comic will remain his primary focus. Now, that's old news. I don't know if there's anything updated as far as if we'd ever see Gideon Falls fully adapted uh, to another medium. So That'd be cool if it was. That would. I mean, that would have to be like a fx or, or a streamer like a hbo oh, yeah. or something like that based on yeah. just my limited knowledge of mm-hmm. it. so let me all right i'm gonna single here um my newest acquisitions uh again twilight comics swansea illinois if you go back just over a week now um uh, we'll do a little recap and update and i have read 80 percent of these comics um <laughs> uh, which is because it's four of them. Uh, So we have Dawn of DC's Superman number six. Um, This is taking an interesting turn because uh, in issue six, I don't know if I I maybe said episode, that's not right. Uh, But in issue six uh, through, I guess, no fault of their own because Superman is kind of under the assumption of saving the world and never know what one action will affect in, in the grand scheme of things. Uh, he apparently lets loose a, a long uh, imprisoned evil that Lex Luthor had actually put away. So interesting to see what happens in issue seven. Uh, like yourself, I also acquired grim number 13. Nice. Perfect. And like yourself, I have no idea when that will come to any type of conclusion. Uh, which I mean, it's fine. Like I, I feel like we're at a point where the story's not nearly as exciting as it was at the beginning. I, I, I hate to say that, but yeah, I agree. You know, we'll it, hopefully it, we get to a bounce back. And it, I almost feel like to put it in, in a, in an analogy that y- you will certainly understand. Remember uh, season two of Ted Lasso. Yes. You have the two episodes that were stuck in there because Apple wanted 12 episodes, I think, instead of 10. Right. So you got the Christmas episode and the Coach Beard, you know, night after the loss episode that just seemed out of. I feel like we're in the, the stretch because they wanted more issues, episode, uh, you know, period and type of thing. So I digress. Um, also, Gargoyles Dark Ages number three. Again, perfect continuation to the story before the story that we all know. Read all of those. The one that I am not quite finished with yet, but realistically could finish tonight, depending on how long this recording goes, is the Immortal Thor number two. Now, I feel like it had been a very long time since Immortal Thor number one came out. And then I realized it had because that was before I went on my work trip to Connecticut because I took it with me. And that was at the end of August. So um, I don't know, maybe it's just mistiming or, or you know, it, it arrived a couple days after, you know, I went to the comic shop or something like that. So it was sitting there, but I digress still, you know, a good, good story there. Um, the, you know, it's just, again, it's an unknown opponent for Thor. Um, someone, you know, a, a power that he's kind of undermatched, you know, and overwhelmed by. So, um, I was like those. It's hard to think of Thor being an underdog. True, yeah, because um, he's uh, as we learn in Thor Ragnarok, he at least in you know in his mind is most powerful Avenger.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I would say he's probably the only time he's an underdog. Really, is if he faces me, fair, yes, but there really is only one man, Batman.
0: That that's that's true uh a couple others that i that i know i've talked about in the past but i'm still excited to uh to read in one is the dark knights of steel volume 1 uh, nice. it's still on the to-do list if depending on how tomorrow today was not a time for reading comics um so maybe tomorrow will be and similarly at least in the same boat this this is just a good heavy book and that is Kirk Busick's Astro City. So, I'm curious about that one too. We'll see. We'll see what uh, what the rest of the weekend holds. Uh, if I can finish Immortal Thor number two today or tonight, that's a bonus for me. But honestly, we just don't know. So, with uh, all that being said and done, Mike, before we get into shows that we watched and things we're kind of cut up on, caught up on. Ca- caught up on Easy for me to say. How about we uh, run down a few headlines real quick? Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it, do it, do it, do it, do um, it. So one of uh, the rumor is out uh, and you can tell that it comes from uh, Great Britain, uh, England, because they spelled rumor incorrectly. They spelled <laughs> it R-U-M-O-U-R. Uh, but the rumor is that as uh Disney Studio, Disney's Marvel Studios uh, prepares this X Men reboot that our uh, Canadian uh, Bruiser, the one and only Logan, aka Wolverine, not in the initial team lineup.
1: Yeah, and I think we kind of both have the same thought of love Wolverine, probably one of my favorites, easily easily top five X-Men, but we don't need them in in the, in the there. You know, I, I I think this is a time to maybe put not every X-Men that's, you know, obscure in there, but one or two that maybe the general public hasn't heard of, you know, and I don't know who they have. I, you know, have a, a, a Storm. Not granted, have, the uh, no, Storm's not obscure one, obviously, but, uh, you know, have a Storm, Cyclops, Maybe have a bishop in there. And granted, bishop was in whatever one, but you know, it just it, it doesn't have to be your main ones. It doesn't have to be the ones you you've seen all the time. You know, have familiar faces with slightly unknown. So, I'm I'm all for
0: Wolverine sitting out. You know, being on the sidelines a little bit, and, I, and for a few reasons. One, Wolverine right away became the focus of the X Men franchise from for the last 23 years, you know, uh, we, we haven't had an X-Men movie without Wolverine. In fact, we've had a lot of Wolverine movies without (laughs) X-Men. So I'm perfectly fine, especially in the world of it. It's not going to be Hugh Jackman. You've got to let some time pass. Uh, You know, the old absence makes the heart grow fonder. Uh, And, and the more time from Deadpool three to whenever Wolverine would appear in the MCU uh if it was like 6 months or a year later you're going to have you're regardless you're going to have comparisons but if they're right next to one another you're going to get that that Deadpool version of Wolverine which i really do think that people are going to love because you know so far everything's looking right it's Hugh Jackman uh it's the the blue and yellow you know costume it's it's everything that i think fans have been wanting for, again, for the last 20 years but if if they're side by side like that the new Wolverine stands no chance. Like you have to put a little bit of uh, air in between them. And, and like, uh, you know, they say quite often on some of these wrestling podcasts that I listen to uh, when a uh, a back in the old territory days, when a wrestler would, would uh, wear out his welcome, so to speak, then he'd, he'd go away and learn a new hold type of thing. You know, the, the, uh, the nomenclature there. So again, absence makes the heart grow fonder. You don't want, to draw immediate comparisons to, to something. And Wolverine was not in the first iteration of the X-Men. If I can't, if, if I could provide just a little timeline, uh, the X-Men comics debuted in September of 1963, X-Men number one uh, artist uh, was Jack Kirby, uh, writer Stan Lee. I mean, Jack Kirby, had he was he's defined as co-plotter. So, you know, he, he was in on the story as well. Wolverine did not debut until 1974. So there's a lot of comic or, or a lot of stories that you can tell without having to get like, if if we didn't see Wolverine in the MCU from you know Deadpool 3 and then maybe go out to like 2030, I'm okay with that. You know, I mean I know that's that's a big ask for a fan favorite character to just but imagine you know, I don't know. Again, I feel like when when they do come back, they're going to be embraced that much more than if there's just no real gap there. And again, you're going from Hugh Jackman Wolverine to whomever it may be, not Hugh Jackman.
1: Yeah, I don't think there's going to be that long of a wait. I don't know though. I mean, you're you're right in everything you've said as far as you don't you. want. I I'm sure you hear that all the time at your house. <laughs> I you don't want, you know, the the Deadpool and then immediately a new Wolverine. And I do think there's going to be a new Wolverine at some point in time, because I think Hugh Jackman is going to get tired of doing it, you know. But I I would almost think that they're going to do the X-Men and then Wolverine is going to be the tease at the end. And maybe they won't even have somebody cast yet. You just see the claws pop out. Do, do you think that in a way,
0: it, at least in a similar fashion, where uh, like at the end of Shazam, when Superman comes to lunch, mm-hmm. like something like that, where, again, yeah. you it's recognizable. You know exactly who that's supposed to be. But again, you don't have a face to match with it.
1: Yeah. You either, I'm, I'm saying you're going to either see the claws pop out or you'll see from behind, you'll see the hair or something or maybe. Okay. The, the Yeah. But again, you won't it won't be cast yet because that'll be. in you know, you. It'll be a like an end, you know, credit scene type of thing. So uh, yeah, but I, mean, I I didn't know. So I didn't know if, when they were talking about this if they were talking about the animated X Men. You know how they're doing was an X Men ninety seven, or if they were talking about the eventually doing the re- X Men reboot MCU. Uh, yeah. So my
0: full understanding is that it's. The live action live action. That makes sense. Yeah, full full, rebuke, full yeah. rebuke. Especially when you're talking about like names like Kevin Feige. I mean not to oh, say yeah. Kevin Feige, he's not involved in the
1: Oh, did I anime. Okay. Nope, you're sorry. Hmm? I you you froze, but usually when you froze freeze, it means my computer actually froze. Oh yeah. Um, so that's that's one little nugget.
0: Um, by the way, I did not get my free nuggets today. I did not drive back to Central Illinois just for nuggets. You're missing out, man. Um, now, while we're talking about uh, uh, casting and and the movies, so to speak, mm-hmm. uh, now that the strike is over uh, and and Hollywood's open for business again, uh, again, I suppose uh, we have. It, it was just announced a couple days ago, a casting notice for Superman legacy as James Gunn is bringing in, uh, I'm going to get this wrong. Probably, uh, Eddie Gathegi, Eddie, Eddie, anyway, Mr. Terrific. Uh, for those of you speaking of X-Men, uh, X-Men, uh, first class, he played Darwin. He was in that movie, got killed off in that movie, which is a shame. I think that character had, had a lot of potential. Um, just, didn't make it past the, the burning uh, 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 embers of Sebastian Stan, I recall. Um, and, and but that actor uh, is
1: going to be in Superman Legacy. Yes. And I, I forgot. Did you say who, what you, who he's going to play? Mr. Terrific. Yes, Mr. Terrific. And uh, I, along with that, I had also there. I think I put it, I'll give it to you or put it out. I can't remember. But there was kind of a rumor of doing some kind of, along with Superman Legacy, uh, Strange Adventure adaptation. Now You did tell me that. Yeah, and I don't know if that's, because it was talking about Mr. Terrific as well. And obviously, if anybody's read Strange Adventures, Mr. Terrific is a decent part of Strange Adventures. So I don't know. And When they say adaptations, they are just talking about they're going to take what Mr. Terrific did there and apply it to maybe Superman or something, you know. Or if, and I, I I don't see this happening. Although it's it's James Gunn, so who knows if they're actually going to have like Adam Strange in Superman Legacy in some part, or or maybe in in, in, a, in a movie down the line as well. So it, regardless, I'm I'm interested I'm interested in seeing what they do with Mister Terrific. Mm-hmm. Now, if you've ever watched uh. I think it was on Arrow, Either the Arrow or Flash. I think I mix them up, but they did have a Mister Terrific. So we had did. a live action Mister Terrific. They did, I believe that was on Arrow. Yeah, Arrow. They're probably right. Um, and at the time, I didn't know about Mister Terrific at all. I don't even know if they called him Mister Terrific, but they did have the T painted on his face. Yeah. The little T spheres, I believe, is what. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know if on Arrow he had those. I think he was just really good at technology. I don't think he had the specific T-spheres T spheres he might have but I don't remember. But uh, this this one I think will I think he'll have the the T spheres which it's it kind of sounds ridiculous. But I liked I liked only the, the thing I had with Mr. Terrific in Strange Adventures is, is how smart he is and I think he's like known as like the third smartest person or something. I've I've heard he he's way up there. Yeah. It's it's like uh batman greg mahachko it's (laughs) great yes Yes. mr terrific mr absolutely i remember on strange adventures i don't think this is a spoiler but if it is fast forward 30 seconds to 20 minutes but he he somebody was saying like there's a certain language an alien language that just undecipherable you just can't you can't decipher it and he was like no i learned it last night and here's this You know, just one of those. Like, it, right. and, and everybody was all like, "Oh, you just can't," you know, "it's it's a dead language or whatever." He's like, "No, no, I I figured it out." He's like, and- "Kevin okay, he he's the
0: walking, talking Rosetta Stone." Yes, yes, so awesome, uh, and great actor. Um, mm-hmm. Big big fan of his. Uh, so, you know, it's, I. Your opinion? I'll ask the question: Do you think the Superman legacy is becoming too crowded?
1: nope here's why i say that because and if it was anybody else than james gunn i would say maybe i would say probably yes james gunn knows what he's doing he's i mean think about how many times he has uh directed wrote produced something with multiple characters you know right so i i i have complete faith in him and what he does so I'm 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 looking forward to this, and I hope I'm not disappointed when you know 2025 comes around. And you know.
0: I apologize. I
1: have to respond to this. Keep going. You're doing a great job. Oh, hosting this show. Well, I I, I would have had some more topics. Oh, actually, you know what? We can <laughs> move on to what we were watching because there there was a couple things that well, one one finished, one started. And one started even more. Two finished. Yeah, two finished. Uh, so, Ahsoka finished. Yes. Greg, tell us all about Ahsoka.
0: It's honestly the, this last episode of Ahsoka introduced something I don't think. Like I was honestly surprised by the fan response on on social media. I don't think the Star Wars universe needs. Which is zombies? I, mean, I, I don't know if they call them like death troopers or night troopers or something like that, but they're zombie stormtroopers. I just i i don't don't think that the Star Wars universe is diverse. I I feel like now hear me out because I know you're giving me that look. There's plenty of I'm I'm use the word diversity, but not in the in the the buzzword type that we mean it in 2023. But there are plenty of like options in the Star Wars universe that I don't think you have to reanimate corpses uh, to to tell your story. I think it's it's a I don't know if it's a trope. But I do think it's a cop out. I think it's writing laziness. I was not a fan of it. Um, that being said, the the rest of the show was fun. Uh, as someone who just again for the umpteenth time earlier this year, watched Star Wars Rebels. This show, this season fired on all these cylinders. When you have uh Harris uh, Hera of uh, uh, Syndulla, you have Sabine Wren, uh, obviously Ahsoka, who was the title character, but probably not as much of the focus as the title character would be. It would be like Boba Fett, the, the series Boba Fett, where you just said, oh, Mandalorian here. We need the Mandalorian. <laughs> Yeah, it, but I don't think Ahsoka needed that. Uh, and then Ezra spoilers: Ezra Bridger coming, uh, you know, being found in I guess episode six. I, uh, I do six. Know, yeah, one of the last ones. Um, and just the, maybe not enough focus on Ahsoka, but for somebody who enjoyed Star Wars Rebels, what a great continuation for those characters. Yeah, Greg uh,
1: has proven what. A Star Wars fan he is by talking bad about Star Wars. As we know, that is the that is what Star Wars fans like to do. But here's the thing, Greg. You're, you're wrong on the zombie thing. And I, and I get your point of view. But zombies are always a yes. But are they? I'll give you an example, Greg. Okay. If I told you, Greg, I have a guest that I want to bring on here. And we click the button and the new window pops up. And it's a zombie mic. Are you going to say, no, I'm good? No, of course not. You're going to go, wait, ah, wait, I wish wait. there was a zombie Greg. Wait, and then wait, I would wait. click another like, button. And then zombie Greg pops up. It's a four-way with humans and zombies. Not like that kind of four-way, Greg. <laughs> that comes That comes later. That's cor- that, that, That's a uni- uh, <laughs> that, that's for that our, our like, Patriots. That
0: that's Nerds United After Dark. Right. <laughs> you have to pay for that. <laughs> Wait, wait! I, wait I'm, I'm so confused though. Mm-hmm. You and I are here. Yes, we're here. How can we have zombie versions of ourselves?
1: They're alternate. It's from a, a different Earth too. That's where the zombies are, Greg. You should know this. They then they come here. They can sounds like it's pop. a sounds like it's a recipe for disaster. Or I mean, that's you. you uh, first of all, you put that on YouTube. <laughs> That's that's I'm going to say 10,000 views easily. So what you're saying really is what we need to do here in a few weeks as we get closer to
0: Halloween is put ourselves in some zombie makeup. Yes. Jump on these. and Be like my. Yes. Perfect. Yes.
1: I bite my microphone. And and bonus points. If you get the family to do it and they're just walking around in the (laughs) crowds. Wow. I thought Garrett would do it in the heartbeat. Oh yeah. Oh and yeah.
0: he would be great at it too. To because <laughs> he, would, he wouldn't be able to keep his mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. He would be forming too coherent of sentence. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I just mm, that it just sticks in my craw. Uh the 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 addition of zombies in Star And look, now you're you're telling me that Thrawn, uh Grand Admiral Thrawn is going back to Galaxy One, main universe, whatever, with a, a, a star destroyer full of ready to die and be reanimated. No, it's it done not Look, they they didn't change anything about. There's nothing Star Warsian about these uh these zombie troopers. Yeah, kill them the same way you kill any other zombie. You cut off their head. But main universe, it has a severe lacking of Jedi. <laughs> Obi-Wan can't do it all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I just, I don't, I think what it does is it sets up your um, antagonist to
1: be too powerful. Well, I then you got to have the protagonist be even more powerful. and They rise up. I'll say this. Death uh, Trooper, Night Trooper,
0: whatever they're called, uh, had Sabine up, like lifted up against a, a rock. And you find out, yeah, she's got some Jedi power. She used a little force, grabbed the, uh, and I saw it coming, but it didn't take away from my joy. She grabbed uh, her lightsaber from the distance, popped it. And I had it right here and flashed it on, and, and the lightsaber beam went right through his skull. It was it was pretty badass. That is that is pretty cool. So the a new Jedi being born, I suppose. Yeah, which rarely happens. Uh, so I'm trying to think now. You have Ahsoka, the ones we know about, anyway. Hmm. I'm. I, I'll have to forgive my timeline. I believe. Yeah. So Obi Wan Kenobi's dead. Sorry. Yep. Um, you have Ahsoka. You mm-hmm. have Luke Skywalker somewhere. Yep. You have Leia. Yes. You have uh do we have Leia? Uh, yeah, cuz it's not these events take place before like the uh oh no Space okay Jedi yeah, and yeah, stuff see, like yeah, that, yeah. Um cuz it's it's post rebellion pre yeah. Force Awakens. Uh all right, so I'm sorry. Um Ahsoka, Luke, Leia, you have Grogu. Mm-hmm. Uh you have Ezra Bridger. You have the son of Caden Jarrus and Harrison Dula, who you know from Rebels. And you have Sabine Wren. So by my count, the
1: ones we know about, Seven Jedi. Okay. And then you can double that by having the zombie versions of them. You so, can't, now we have, <laughs> so now we have 14. No, that's not how it works. In and then time. there's probably like they have kids. So they have. So that's 21 now. And then there is some, we don't, George Lucas is just going to write. And he's just going to be like, oh, around the corner, we see, oh, it's actually a school of Jedi that I forgot about.
0: George Lucas hasn't written a Star Wars movie since like 2004. Uh, That that Star Wars movie became uh, Revenge of the Sith. Um, So you're talking about Dave Filoni and Dave Filoni's not going to, I mean, look, George Lucas made the Skywalkers incestuous. Dave Filoni will not make that mistake.
1: Or he'll continue it even more. It is a legacy in Star Wars, right? <laughs> yes. So. All right. Speaking of murders, we also <laughs> finished. We're going to say, speaking of incest. <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, only Murders in the Building, Season 3 finished. Oh, I enjoyed it. So satisfying. I know. And, and, and I very satisfying i think we talked about this actually on the trip uh up to the game where when it's when and by the way spoiler alert uh does his best friend of the show josh finished only murders does he still listen to this podcast or is he 75 episodes behind i think he's so far behind that it's not you know to that point yet oh perfect okay well sorry best friend of the show josh uh, but it was very satisfying. Well, it started off in the very last episode. We find out right away who the killer was. Like the killer basically like admits to it, right? If I remember correctly. And but then you find out because because when that happened, I was like, "Oh, okay, so we know who did it." And there's still 30 minutes left. And it, granted, I'm going to watch it because I still enjoy the, the actors. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh, it's kind of the take, take the wind out of the sails, you know. Right. And then we find out, oh, that person actually didn't do it. They're just claiming they, they did it in order to save somebody else. So we find out the the real one, the real killer of it. And now, granted, part of it was a musical, but I was able to <laughs> stomach that part. Stomach it. <laughs> oh, and, God. And, and finish watching <laughs> I, I thought about fast forwarding a little bit too. I probably, I probably did for like 10 seconds, but I was like, maybe I'll miss something. Uh, and then they set up season four, which I knew that they were doing season four. Cause they, I, I don't think I knew that. Yeah. They, if you ever go like online, um, which is a place you should go, they'll, they'll have news and stuff. And uh, it, it popped up on my Facebook. Actually, just scrolling through, that it had been renewed for for the four, a fourth season. And so which, you didn't find it. it; it found you. Is what you're telling me? Uh, we found each other. Isn't that oh. what love is about? Aww. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's I enormous. love
1: I love online. <laughs> um, but and it's good and it's good that they did renew it because it it would have been a cliffhanger if they had renewed it. Right. Because we see uh, Steve Martin's, and again, spoiler alert: we see Steve Martin's sister getting shot. Nope, isn't it his sister stunt double? I, but I thought it was his sister. It's his oh, sister, no. though. Nope. I know I it's his sure. stunt double. I know it's his stunt double, but I also thought they were related. Nope. Okay. So, uh, by the way, what are you drinking?
0: I am drinking fat tire ale. Oh, nice. Which is uh, ironic and convenient because I have a big old fat tire around my torso. (laughs) Same. Same here. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. You had, trust me, that shirt you were wearing last night, let me tell you how good, folks, let me tell you how good Mike was looking last night. He's in a Nebraska Go Big Red shirt. A shirt that is awfully tight and snug on me, but it flowed from him like he was a Greek god. <laughs> Ladies, you could do a lot worse than Mike Luther.
1: That's uh, that's a compliment. Men, you probably too. Some I'm sure I thought about it.
0: <laughs> As you know, be, be equal opportunity. Make sure that everybody knows that uh, you're a catch.
1: Yes, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Um yeah so uh so the the stunt double is right. gets gets murdered and and for the life of me
0: I can't remember she's a famous actress but I can't remember her name to save my life is it Jan? Jane Lynch Jane Lynch yes you were right there with me man we were sharing a brain which is a scary notion <laughs> yes. uh buddy what did you you said you liked it I did uh, again I did not see so the episode has been out a few days. I'm okay at this point, spoiling a little bit. Uh, everybody comes in to it thinking that it's the so the mom producer, uh, which I, I I think her name's Donna, but it doesn't matter. Uh, and she's like, yeah, of course. She actually confesses to us. She says, I did it uh, because she's trying to um, protect her son, keep his show. He's, he's technically producing it. She wants it to be a success for him. Yada, yada, yada. You find out that Nene, she attempted to poison Paul Rudd's character, failed, and in the struggle,
1: the son pushed him down in elevator shaft accidentally. Yeah. Because the, the son found out that he had gotten poisoned, and they kind of put two and two together and said, yeah. oh, it, it was your mom that did it. And then... And he, he pretty said, much confessed everything. Yeah, and then he said, "Hey, only murders happen in this building," and then he pushed him down the the, the elevator. That's not what he said at all. That's I think it was uh, somewhere on there. Um, but no, it was very and
0: and uh, I I don't bump up against the music uh, as much. In fact, I was telling you uh, more than a couple times since the episode aired, I've gone to YouTube and found the Steve Martin rehearsal video or or in the show, the video of the, the, the characters rehearsing and, and his uh, song of which of the Pickwick triplets did it. And I tell you, man, it's just fun because there's a lot of alliteration in this song. There's a lot of um, unusual words. And and he, he
1: knocked, gosh, Steve Martin's so good. Uh, I'll let you know it's also on Spotify. I don't think I have the Spotify. What do you listen to music on? iTunes music. Oh, okay. It's probably on iTunes too, probably. Yep. Yeah.
0: But I don't pay for it when I can watch it on YouTube for free.
1: What do you listen to? Like, don't, do you listen to music when you're like mowing the grass, or when you're trying to, you know, pretend you're listening to your wife? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I
0: don't. I, 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 listen to podcasts quite a bit. Okay. And on occasion, you know, I'll, I listen to Pandora. Oh, okay. Okay. So. But yeah.
1: I, I don't pay for that either, so I get commercial breaks. Ah, uh, yeah, I pay for I, I pay for the old Spotify, but I listen to it a lot. So I I think I used to pay for Spotify. Yeah. Shit, maybe I still do. I don't know.
0: I gotta look into that.
1: Well, I and I guess you listen to podcasts on on the Apple Play or iTunes, whatever. It is. Yes, sir. Okay, because that's so I I listen to my podcast on on here now, which is I not as great as I, I used to like Stitcher, but Stitcher's gone now. It's uh, it broke your heart. Yep, but so. Anyway, you know what didn't break my heart? Loki, season two, episode one. I agree, 100%. It was a fantastic uh, burst out the gates. Yeah, and we I remember we were talking about this before, and we were both saying that season one of Loki was amazing and way better than WandaVision. And we were talking about that, I remember, and because we both hated WandaVision. And we, we thought the first episodes of it were really dumb. It got better. Um, Greg's great. I don't know if it's going to make it on video or not. Greg's given me a number one signal meaning Yes, that is correct. You are number one, right? Are you uh, high? I wish. <laughs> no, I didn't care for the first season of Loki. Uh,
0: I Not that it was bad. It's just for whatever reason, it was a miss for me. Um, so... Because I'm a dedicated MCU uh Mark, I suppose. <laughs> I I did go in uh and, and the, the the teaser, the preview for it, whatever, made it look very intriguing. And I, I went in and, and I'll tell you the the first episode I thought was better than the first season combined. So that's fair.
1: I mean movie, look you can't go movie. wrong with Loki and Mobius.
0: That's, that's a fun duo.
1: Like I don't I,
0: I, I think I'm to the point where like I'm I'm such a uh, Owen Wilson like low-key fan. Mm-hmm. Uh you know all the stuff. I mean obviously he's he's been great with like uh, Vince Vaughn. Uh you talk about, like Wedding Crashers but also yep. uh do you ever see The Internship where they they uh yes. g- get the gigs at Google? With, with Vince Vaughn, yes. Yeah, that's a good one. But yes. but also um And it's been years since I've said and I watched it, but behind enemy lines, oh, it's Owen Wilson in an action role from like 1999 or something like that. It's, um, and that's like it's really enjoyable. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's he's not one of the ones that pops up, you know, when somebody says who's your favorite actor because. He's not as flashy as like a Chris Evans or an R.D.J. or Hemsworth or things like that, but he's just always putting out consistent stuff. Here's a here's a here's a hell of an odd reference: Drillbit Taylor. Not bad. You, me, and Dupree. Never saw it, but I heard good things. I'm almost certain that that's him. Let me fact check I think it
1: is. If not, it he is. should have been in it. Okay. It is.
0: <laughs> and he's in that with Matt Dillon and Kate Hudson. Okay. um,
1: he, plays Dupree.
0: he does play with Dupree, of course, um, he does. He's a Dupree, <laughs> so I mean, he's just, I again, very consistent work. I think when you know, and and his role as Mobius, he's he's got that little bit of a charm that, like, you know, I, I, I'm not gonna try to do an Owen Wilson impersonation, but but uh, you know, that like. Hey, let's see where it goes, you know, type of thing. Let's, 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 we got to trust this guy, you know, and they're, look, they're, they're, I'll say this about Loki, this first uh, episode of the sexy, they are playing pretty fast and loose with some of the quote unquote time travel rules. But then I thought time travel is not real and it doesn't have rules. (laughs) that is true <laughs> like like you we can't we can't put i mean they even reference back to the future in the avengers uh end game, mm-hmm. but you can't base time travel rules on a movie from 1985 that brought up a science fiction you know uh concept yeah do what you want like and and they, they told a really compelling story i like the uh the i almost said the fart no the the part uh when we first see loki and he first encounters mobius and mobius has no idea who he is and you're like what who's you know like who's wrong whose memory got wiped you know or something like that and then you find out he's just in the past tva spoilers i guess whatever uh where he hadn't met mobius yet so mobius Mm -hmm. hadn't met so there was no you know um it's just really really i think well done
1: yeah Looking forward to seeing the next one coming out Thursday or Wednesday. I think Thursday. Let's say let's say Thursday. Let's say Thursday because yeah. I feel like
0: unless they bump it unless they bump it up now that Ahsoka's done and they want to keep that Wednesday release consistent, it could be. But I
1: I know they have they have them set. I don't I don't know what it is. But I'm looking forward to it. Uh, last thing to talk about is another, another show that also started but has more episodes out. Uh, Gen V, the yes. the boys spinoff. Um, they
0: dropped three episodes. Why didn't I don't know why Loki didn't do that. Oh, I know why. Because if Loki did that, they only have six episodes. <laughs> yeah, so they they would have. I apologize for the phrasing, is they would have busted their nut in 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 you know a very short amount of time. Uh, Gen V, yeah, they dropped three episodes last week. The fourth episode uh, came out yesterday, Friday, the sixth. Um, again, just as violent and blood soaked and, and gory as, as the boys.
1: Uh, but now we're dealing with high school kids, so you know, it's even more awkward. Dealing, high school kids dealing with none of these except for in the newer episode, for the most part, are f- comic based, these are all new, right? Um, powers are bananas, I like. Dude. Like, I haven't seen um, the Blood Power before. Now, granted, I, there's so many comic book characters and superheroes out there. I'm sure there's somebody that it, this is based off of. It's one of those, like, it, it, almost like I think of, like, this, the Simpsons did it type of thing. Where, like, it's just been around for so long that yeah. it, you're going to find it. But so they have, is it Maria? Has the power, basically, power to control her blood. She, she can manipulate any blood, I think. Yes, yes. Well, and we find that out too. Right. Spoiler. Sorry. Yeah. No. 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 Well. Yeah. I I guess we're not trying to spoil. You know. Whatever. We're discussing
0: at this point. Yeah. If you're not caught up, again, we said this before. Little, uh, uh, you know, hat in hand, a little self-deprecating. If you're listening or watching to us and you haven't watched Gen V, that's
1: on you. Yeah, that's your fault. Yeah, they have a higher production quality. will yes. <laughs> Yeah, slightly. By millions of dollars. But, uh, yeah, so then you have uh, the golden boy who, I mean, he's kind of super strength, uh, uh, human torch. I, I guess. would almost say, yeah, he's almost like,
0: like the way that I envision, and maybe this is not accurate, but, like, when he heats up, I almost think, like, he he has the power of the sun, when oh yeah he, yeah when he chooses to you know go supernova or, you know whatever mm-hmm.
1: yeah so. we have uh the i don't know what some of these people's names the the person that controls metal his his friend oh andre andre very good uh we have the person that can switch genders and jordan lee jordan lee Switches genders and and each kind of gender controls something like i I think the and i could be wrong with it like the female gender um i know she has like these energy blasts she might be quicker as well the the guy he seems to be invulnerable because when you first meet him he gets shot or actually she gets shot at first and then turns to he you know we have the uh cricket little cricket i think her Mm -hmm. name was who emma emma yeah she is can think of Ant Man, but however, if Ant Man <laughs> has to throw up in order to get small, which right. you find out fairly early fairly on. Early, yeah. It's like, oh, and then she wow. has to
0: eat to get back to her normal size. Yes. And and everything. what we see, mm-hmm. uh, pardon me, uh, for jumping ahead in episode four is if she keeps eating, she gets even bigger.
1: Yes. So it's very similar to the Ant Man slash giant man, yeah, that type of thing. Uh who am I missing? Uh, Kate. For, for the main ones.
0: What? Kate? Uh, Golden Boy's girlfriend. Oh, Kate. Yes. Who, ha- who can put thoughts in in your mind and mm-hmm. and uh, basically mind control.
1: Yeah, yeah. If she if she touches you, she puts thoughts in your mind. And by the way, I I loved all three episodes. And when we were driving last night, you had seen the fourth episode already, man. and I had just cabinet bring up like, hey, I heard a rumor that at some point in time, they're going to have tech night. In. And I only knew tech about tech night because I had read the boys, the book that I had. Yeah. And he was featured in there on, on one of them. And I can't remember what it was. And then, like I said, there was rumors about it and you were like, eh, spoiler alert. He's in the fourth episode. Right. So I was looking forward to it. And I even asked, I said, "This, do they kind of go with what he does in the comic book type of thing? You're like, "What?" I was like, well, uh, it, Kids uh, don't listen to this part. But. He, I like how they they and I don't mean to
0: cut you off, but they say in you uh, know in the episode that they he has a de- de- he has a tumor that has caused him to develop as as he was being outed, basically being uh, blackmailed to get off campus uh, a proclivity for holes. Yes, okay, that's a perfect way to put it. <laughs> like like yes. tailpipes and mm-hmm. and
1: uh, yeah, yeah, any anything that's got a hole. He's yes. like, oh um, yeah. So uh now I I think they did him as far as his detective skills like they should have been doing with like Batman and stuff for th- however because you know Batman's always the, the world's greatest detective and there's not one movie out there that shows him as the world's greatest detective right. yet but they they were able to show it with tech night you know just where he can notice uh, you know someone's sweat and you know he knows certain things that are happening or his it, it, the way he was
0: um exhibiting his powers, you know talking about like sweat glands and, mm-hmm. and uh, heart rate increase uh was very reminiscent to me of
1: I know what uh, you Daredevil or oh, or uh, okay. um Matt Murdoch. oh okay, never mind, I didn't know what you're saying I thought I was, I was gonna go more sherlock
0: oh. Maybe, but I, I remember, like, maybe this is, like, the greatest example, but the uh, Ben Affleck Daredevil movie where he's as Matt Murdock as the attorney, and he's, like, picking up on these faint uh, differences in the witness, and he says, uh, Mr. Whatever the guy's name is, like, are you
1: aware that perjury is a, a federal crime? You know, like yeah, he so, knows yeah, the guy's yeah, lying. He, <laughs> so yeah, that, that's, that's on... what it reminded me of. Oh, yeah, that's understandable. Yeah, yeah, he's picking up on the, the heartbeat. Mm-hmm. There, yeah, I don't know how many episodes of Genevieve there's going to be. I'm hoping about eight. Let me find out for you. I have and no problem. I'm also looking forward to the boys coming, boys season four coming back out. Ten, eight, eight, Ten. eight, um, and I, I don't know if that if the boys season four has a release date yet. I'm sure it did at one point in time. Actually, you know what not? Think about it. I think they were talking about like as soon as the strike was over, they're like going in and it's gonna be like basically done, kind of. I think I think um, my guess is they probably had a few things to to wrap up. But I know the big thing was the strike over and I know the the writer's strike is over. I don't know if the actor's strike is over yet. That's a good point. I don't know. But I think um, that that's probably gonna be coming soon, my guess is. So because of the uh because of Gen
0: V hitting uh you know the these were um manofmany dot mm-hmm. Uh I just put in Google the Boys Season Four. It says at this point Prime Video and Eric Kripke keeping the release date for the boys season four under wraps. Uh the ongoing Hollywood writers and actors strike has further added. This was five days ago, I think the strike ended since then. Uh kept the uh it is expected that season four could likely return sometime
1: in twenty twenty four. Yeah, I can see that. That's fine. Right for, January 1st.
0: Let's <laughs> ring in the new year with blood and mayhem. I'll, I'll say this. Um, in the most recent episode of Gen V, they were talking about Maria's powers and how they're not really like hero powers. Mm-hmm. Um, they are. that I've never seen that power, you know, in, in, in any comic, in any medium, things like that. Uh, folks, when I say that she can like manipulate, like, first of all, um, I don't, I don't, it's not my place to, to say go on Prime Video, watch at least the first episode. You'll know how a scared 12, 13 year old girl ended up in this position that she's in because it's her story is tragic. Yes. Uh, but also, we learned a couple episodes in the – So is Kate's. Like, you mm-hmm. know, it, when Maria's telling her story, and like, you know, it's like, I, you know, my parents are dead, and like most of the heroes. And Kate says "Hogan uh, has the ability to uh, like mind control stuff. Like she put her hand on her brother and said, walk away and never come back. Right. And her brother just walked, you know, like that's going to get you ostracized from your family mm-hmm. pretty quick too. So um, it's, you know, it was just as, as tragic as like, you know, uh, your parent, losing your parents because Krypton blew up or like, in, in uh, uh, crime alley or, you know, all the, uh, Hal Jordan's father, you know, died in a, a, test pilot, you know, uh, test plane explosion, things like that. Uncle Ben, you know, let's go to the, the, the staple there. Like some of these are just really, really dark, you know? Yes. And, and I don't mean to laugh, but it's just like, man, we are living in a world where I think people, Maybe, maybe that's why my hope for the Superman movie when it comes out, Superman Legacy or any Superman movie, is can we bring some, some shine, some bring some brightness back to this character, bring some brightness back to the, you know, this world? Because like Superman is supposed to be the shining example, right? I mean, does he ever, does he, he's the Boy Scout, but does he always get everything right? No. Does he make mistakes? Sure. But I, I don't know. I just, Part of me just pines for that, you know, Christopher Reeve Superman that, you know, our world has, I think, evolved past because we're all a little darker, a little cynical, more cynical now than we were 45 years ago.
1: Yeah, I think I think as far as the Superman legacy goes, it I think it will be be brighter. Um, but as far as superheroes in general go, no, you need them to have a reason why they decide to fight crime or why they decide to do what they do. You know, it, it's it, it's a very weird story if an adult just grows up and puts a bat costume on and starts fighting people. That's a, that's as it, weird as the actual Batman story is. It's even weirder if if he doesn't have a reason to do it. If he's, he's like go, not maladjusted in some way, yeah. If he just <laughs> that—that's a story of of a person that needs to be in a mental hospital. Uh, now, great, you could still say the same about just Batman in general, but that's a different point. You know, uh, Spider Man or Peter Parker doesn't start fighting crime. He doesn't become the real Spider Man that we know of without Uncle Ben's death. If Uncle Ben doesn't die, he just can probably continue, maybe wrestling, maybe trying to get money on the side. You know, he he doesn't look and go like, oh, I I have to quote him with great power come great responsibility. Really excel at male cheerleading. Yes,
0: I'll be great <laughs> at it. Yeah. Um, no, and I get I'm, I'm curious now because I don't know, like, I, I don't know every hero's backstory, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm really, while well, we've been talking here, I'm trying to rack my brain to find any hero who doesn't have some type of like childhood trauma. You know, The Flash loses his mom, yeah, um, uh, you know, uh, Captain America it's frozen and I I don't know. That might not be the best example. Well, I mean war right. itself. I mean he's, he's Sure. You PTSD, know. yeah. Yeah. Uh, um uh, you know, I so I don't know. It's Constantine has a very tragic backstory. If you yeah. know it. Oh yeah. Um so I I don't know. It, you know, it's 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 tough. But again I it as a as a dad with young kids who I want to share You know, my enjoyment of of, of, it's even tough sometimes to just sit down and put on even a Marvel movie because, like, you know, there's there's language in Marvel movies now, you know, and and like, can we scrub some of that out sometimes? Can we can we have something that is truly all ages or does everything have to be PG-13, you know?
1: Well, it's all ages would be cartoons. You know, they don't have to be i mean that's i mean that's what you can watch as cartoons as far we as do plenty of that by the way yeah, yeah and i figured um as, as far as the you know i think most marvel and and dc movies are going to be either pg or above you know and but as as far as like the backgrounds for them and stuff like you you watched batman and you know his backstory and you know about Superman's backstory. Now, granted, Superman's, it's 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 dark, but I don't know if they necessarily dwell on it. It's like, yeah. you know, you can still, look, I think in the Superman legacy, they're going to have, I don't think it's an origin story, but I think they're going to probably mention. In fact, I know it's not an origin story. They're going to mention, you know, oh Krypton, Krypton exploded, and that's probably going to be about it, you know. Uh, but you, you yourself, when you were little, I don't, I don't know what age it is, age you are, but you found all this stuff out, and you're like, kind of close to being, you know, normal. We'd say. Thank, thank you. You might be the no. first person to, to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh So, no, no, just so have have your kids sit down, have them just watch uh, Gen V. I haven't watched envy. Um, I haven't watched, you know, um, dad, what's a period. Don't ask. You ain't got to worry <laughs> about it. Is it's is it supposed to work like that. Yep. That's, this is all that happens.
0: That's why you want to stay away from those until you're married. That's, that's right. <laughs> that'll that'll get them. Yeah. Into uh, therapy. Into therapy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. All right, man.
1: Um, I don't have anything else for this week. I don't know if you do. No, I got, I, I think we, we covered everything for now. Hopefully next week we have, uh, Topics, more topics. I should. We had topics this time. More topics. Can I ask a question? This yeah. went on my mind. Uh, what's on your shirt? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. So this is a podcast that I listen to called D and Dark. Oh, yes, it Very is. Nice. Uh, combining um, obviously Dungeons and Dragons and with with uh, horror, like or almost I would say a universal monster characters. So you have Emotep. Over here, we have Frankenstein or Frankenstein's monster, or whatever. Mm-hmm. By the way, if anybody if it says Frankenstein, you know what they're talking about, okay? Just yeah. people out there, don't be the person that says, "Oh, it's, it's actually Frankenstein's monster." Frankenstein was nobody, nobody in their right mind ever talks about Doctor Frankenstein. So, if you hear Frankenstein, what, you know they're talking about Frankenstein's monster.
0: Wait, the, the, the true uh, James going to said that the first true project under his regime is the uh, cartoon that that's the something creatures, right? Creature commandos. Yes. Creature commandos, which has Frankenstein in it.
1: Yes. And Brian uh, Frankenstein I believe. But they're, they're, they're not calling him Frankenstein's monster. No. Yeah.
0: They're not calling him a monster.
1: Then I no. have not me. a phantom of the opera. This is uh-huh. the werewolf. Yes. I forget who this person is. Okay. And is that the invisible the man? mummy or the invisible oh. man? Yeah, sorry, the invisible man right there.
0: Who's the, the green yes. arm coming up down the or
1: yeah. that's just a
0: green arm? Oh, okay, very nice, dude. I'm, yeah. I'm so glad I asked that because I was curious because I, I don't recognize anything. By the way, uh, my shirt, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know what this is. This is the, uh, the is, that- this is the insignia oh, Greeno, of the Richard greatest, Greeno. it's the insignia of the greatest superhero of all time. Wait, let me see it again. I, I didn't know it was the Flash. <laughs> Oh, it's weird. I got to stop setting you up for that. It's, I, mean, <laughs> I, I make your life too easy sometimes, Mike. And better. Aw. Uh-huh. Well, thank you, brother. That'll do it for this episode of Nerds United. And we truly appreciate all of you for uh, tuning in in whatever medium you find us. Because uh, I don't know if this is going to make it on YouTube. So um, if you're just listening to this on audio, thank you very much. But uh, if, if this does end up in a visual medium, leave a comment. Let us know what you think. We're around. We'll read them and probably not take offense because it's the internet. Who gives a crap? Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, for the co-host of the year, Mike Luther right over here, this guy. Uh, and by the way, newest Husker fan. True. Chef, Go Chef. Big Red. Uh, I'm Greg Mahachko. This is Nerd United, where we remind you each and every week
1: to be kind. And rewind.